As soon as you look back in your history and you come up with something that you feel like you want to change, something else has to change. To win, you got to lose. To be successful, you got to have something that's not successful. Uh, to be happy, you got to have disappointment. So I think all of those things have evolved and happened to make me who I am. Shout out to Mike, man. Shout out to Mike. Mm. Man, I was downstairs just chilling, saying to myself that, Trev, you need to turn on the mic. Like some of these thoughts that's going through your head may can help some people. <laughs> it may make people unsubscribe to your channel because they don't feel like hearing that. But... I'm here to be of assistance to others, man. I'm here to provoke thought, man. Hope y'all having a bless. What's the day? Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Hope you done made your money, doing your thing, seeking some knowledge, getting you some rest. But we're here to converse about ignorance. That the culture is embracing right now I noticed like We celebrate it Like I start my podcast off With motivational quotes Every episode Trying to uplift the energy Trying to keep my people Aware that's the key words, man. I don't have no feelings behind this stuff. I'm an objective individual. I learned from the GOAT, man. The GOAT made me want to do podcasts, star, try to rain, man. Just to be honest with y'all. Joe Budden, I rock with his podcast heavy. But I just want to, you know what I mean, provoke thought. So as I look at the landscape of the culture of hip-hop, I see we got the girl Sexy Red out Pound Town Pound Town My booty hole brown Dumb shit I see Bootsy got to speak on All type of Every topic Every situation That's going on In the in the game He got something to say about it While he's fighting the case I see uh, The conversation of snitching Ain't going nowhere The conversation of Bad deals and People signing bad contracts Ain't going nowhere You've been aware of that for 10, 20 years 30 years man People been signing bad contracts Slim Thug was just going off on Master P About selling everything that He created Selling what you created But I ain't here to judge or whatever though man I'm just here to Like tell y'all my thoughts of all the dumb shit that's going on All the violence man Rest in peace to Young Cheese man Rest in peace to Young Cheese Gilly the Kid son man I met Gilly before In Tennessee That's a that's that's a crazy situation When your son died man But the violence People celebrating violence Celebrating dumb shit man I know we listen to a lot of these podcasts and a lot of these shows, The Breakfast Club and all of that. And they say, we got to make a change. 
We gotta do something about this Man this shit gonna keep going on When we dead and gone dog Let's get on into the discussion though man Let me quit preaching man <laughs> Let's get on into the discussion Thank y'all for tuning in to the Trevor Jackson Podcast Let's get to it <laughs> Y'all know, man, I want to say when I start my podcast off this time since I'm talking about so much dumb shit, but I'm talking about it in an educational way that um, I want to start it off with some knowledge first before I get into the dumb stuff, man, and get the wilding because I've been sipping my red or whatever and just cooling and just been in my head. But I want to talk about something that I noticed out into the YouTube world, the the, the content stratosphere, T.D. Jakes. You know what I mean? I, I made a couple of people aware of this uh, interview, my friends, because I thought it was powerful, some of the things that he was saying with Charlemagne the God. And uh, one of my friends said that uh, I like some of the things T.D. Jakes be saying, but... And then one of my friends said, how you know that he's not a, um, he's not, I don't even know the the exact words that they were saying, but a false prophet. If you're watching this, homie, you know I love you, man. I'm just, I'm just bringing the thoughts to my, to the viewers. How you know he's not a false prophet? Like me, I take the information and internalize it that I agree with. And the things that I don't agree with, I don't judge you on it. I just move it out the way. I don't have no feelings towards these people, man. I, I be noticing that a lot of people be in their feelings about everything. But I don't have no feelings about nobody. I take the good information and internalize it. And I take the bullshit and remove, remove it. And I don't even care about it. But during this interview, he had something powerful to say. And I'm going to play it right quick. And then we're going to discuss it. We're drinking the Kool-Aid. But we're not mixing the Kool-Aid. We, we are African-Americans in particular. When I say we, and now I'm talking about African-Americans, are the nation's greatest consumers and the poorest creators. When people say we're not into technology, that's absolutely wrong. We are absolutely into technology. You might be homeless and you got the latest Apple phone. That's right. Y'all on Facebook every day. Yeah, yeah. So you can spend hours scrolling on Instagram with no job. It's not that we're not into technology. No, it's true. You know, tell me when I start lying. Now, you know, uh, it's not that we're not into it. We're just into consuming it. We're not into making it. We're not into coding. We're not into developing it. We're not into making apps. We're used to downloading apps. And we're not taught to think Salute I thought that was important The reason I thought that was important Because like As a former hustler 
a person that still likes to go get them some money. I never wanted to be the person that's consuming, uh, contributing to the economy and hindering myself. And people might not comment on this podcast or might not agree with what I'm saying, but it's folks out here that's scrolling all day long and ain't making no money. It's folks out here addicted to likes and views and actually hindering themselves from achieving their dreams because they're addicted to something. They're consuming something that is not bringing them no value and they happy doing it, dog. African Americans, that's what he said, are the biggest consumers. We make everything fly. We make everything pop. We make everything cool. But when you look at who owns the cool, they don't look like us. They profiting off the cool, but they don't look like us. I hope y'all enjoyed them Jackson boys, man, this weekend. That was a dope show. I hope y'all enjoyed the two brothers, man, the top five shows that we doing. But I I just had to come to y'all for a moment and talk about Consumerism man We don't We rap and make the record label cool But we don't own the label We play ball hard Run up our statistics in sports But we don't own the team We don't own the sport We dress the flyers Have on the latest gear Cool We making everything look cool but we don't own the Louis Vuitton. We don't own the Gucci. We don't own the Prada. And when we have creators from our culture, we don't support them. We don't support them. A real talk. Not so they can reach the level of the things that we want to obtain and the things that we see as valuable. That really ain't even valuable man The rich man is somewhere on his land Driving his Ford truck Kicking back cooling man (laughs) With the big bag While we wanting to look like We got the big bag dog Celebrating dumb shit And I'm gonna get into some dumb shit man Go on and get into the dumb shit It was something else I seen today I talked about Bootsy earlier. It's something else I seen today that I posted in my my Facebook group. And I got a a crazy reaction from it. And everybody who comment that I'm going to mention, y'all going to remain anonymous, man. I'm not going to say nobody name, though. But I seen this and I I had to post it in the group. I'm going to read it to y'all, man, when I find it. I'm going to read it to y'all and then I'm going to talk about the... uh, The comments that was left on the post that was hilarious to me. Okay, let me get it. Let me get everything cracking. Okay. Nobody from the South has Jay-Z ahead of Bootsy on their all-time list. Nobody from the South has Jay-Z above Bootsy on their their all-time list. So, 
If y'all listening to this audio version podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, come on over to the YouTube channel so you can see the visuals and you can hear the crispy, clear audio. The audio is just as clear on uh, YouTube as it is on Apple Podcasts, man, because I mastered this stuff up and I put it up under the video, man. And if you're on Spotify, you're listening and looking at the mastered visual, man, because Spotify allowed me to put the visual up But I made that post in my group And I'm going to read some of the comments Of what the people had to say I didn't know it was even in the same breath Jay-Z all day Boosie overrated Get at me in the chat You ain't I can't like I can't read a bonnet Like real well But he said you ain't going to jump in the car And just say Throw that Jay-Z in but what I'm going to say is, hey, man, say, man, throw Bootsy on, man. Jay-Z is not the best, in my opinion, but he better than Bootsy. Okay. <laughs> Bootsy ain't even in my top 100. That's what somebody said. Who got Bootsy above Jay-Z and what are the factors? Ain't no factors, dog. Boosie just sold 500 units his first week. People mess with Boosie for the drama at this point, not the music. That's the last one I'm going to speak on. I hate uh, competing and putting black men against each other to say who's the best and who is not the best, who's better than the other and who's achieved more, who's greater than more, because to be honest, we need to unify. And uh, my opinion on this situation is that I don't want to I just don't want to Cause more separation But lyrically Musically Achievements Jay Z better than Boosie right I had some friends in the south I'm from the south I'm from Tennessee But I currently live in the Carolinas Shout out to the people From Charlotte Who supported the show The shows man Shout out to the people From New York Who've been supporting The shows lately Y'all been running the numbers up something phenomenal And I appreciate that But I'm from the South originally They won't consider East Tennessee the South like how they should They say that we the East Coast East Tennessee they call us the East Coast Because we embrace all forms of the culture But Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana uh, Texas They can say Arkansas They can say that they they really rock with Boosie down there for real. He's he's heavy down there, but to even put him in the comparison of Jay Z is blasphemy. It's more artists from the South that you can put up against Jay Z that's more qualified than Boosie. But his name is in everybody's mouth right now. And then right now we're talking about the ignorance and how people celebrate the ignorance and trolling and all of that. Just to keep the attention going And just to keep the dumb shit afloat Yeah That's true So I'm going to talk about something That we did on the Jackson Boys as of recently If y'all didn't see that episode Go back to that episode It's in the live category on the YouTube Or it's on Spotify As the most recent show that was pulled up But we was talking about Dwight Howard And how he was working out his son 
how people been putting in the atmosphere that he's a homosexual and um females were saying that he shouldn't be doing all of that and the males were saying that that's how we achieve our dreams by hardships man our fathers and our uncles and everything they they threw the football at us they made us run they challenged us to, to be better they wanted to see us be better and it was just a great conversation and I don't think he deserved to be counseled for working his son out the way he did. But he went on Angela Yee's show recently and he responded to all the criticism and the comments and the things that people had to say. A lot of people commenting about parenting, Mm -hmm. right? And I know that's one thing that you definitely can discuss. They were felt like you were being too hard Mm -hmm. on your kids, like having them work out in the gym. And it's interesting because you'll hear that conversation about like Michael Jackson Mm -hmm. and Joe Jackson. You'll hear that about, say, Serena Williams and Venus Williams. But then you see the superstars that they became. But it's only when it's fathers. Have y'all noticed that? Yeah, we don't. Well, we not, we don't really see moms. No, uh, what I'm, this is what I'm saying. The fathers are the ones that get bashed, right? Because Tina knows they getting bashed for, for pushing we don't really, their kids. Yeah, we don't really. I don't know if it, we really don't. I feel like we don't really see the moms pushing their kids. I'm sure they Correct, do, but we don't see it. Look what happened. Look what you just said. The right. fathers are the male is pushing them too hard. And in every case that you know you just mentioned, the Serena uh, Williams sister, uh, Venus and Serena, Michael. Um, their father had a vision for his kids. Nobody else. Mm-hmm. But he had a vision. Mm-hmm. And they his kids. Yeah. So everybody else that got something to say, they don't see what he see. And if he didn't push his kids and tell them, hey, I'm going to guide you in this area and I need you to do this, they wouldn't have been Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Tito. They wouldn't have been the Jackson 5. They would have been something else. So for me, I'm like, listen, I know what it takes to get to the top. I've right. been to the top of the mountain. I done seen all the pit pitfalls. I done seen the good things, the bad things. Anything that can happen if in life has been a successful man, I have experienced it even at a young age because I came in at 18. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't I give my kids the game? I had to. Uh, I was raised in a projects by a single mother who raised me well. She did the best she could. I live with my mother, my grandmom, and my sister. When I walked out that door and seen all them dope boys and them street niggas and the boys getting money, I was heavily influenced by them. My father wasn't there. I had four uncles. They showed me what a father should be. They had multiple sons. And they was training them to be athletes, educated, and all type of stuff. And I was fatherless. So, only thing I had was the image through them of what a father was. They set a good example, but it wasn't enough because I wasn't a child. So, the streets had raised me. Now, when I think about the people who Dwight Howard spoke on, the Joe Jacksons, Tiger Woods' father, the fathers that's Michael uh, Jordan, the fathers that was hard on their children, created something and a drive in their child that made them great. So, 
when Dwight made that video, he shouldn't have made that video in the first place. But when he made that video, we don't know if his son was saying, I want to be great, Pops. I want to be great. So when you figure out, I'm, I'm childless, I don't have no children. I'm just speaking from thought. I'm just thinking. If you know what your child is interested in and what your child wants to do, you're going to have to put that drive in them, dog. You're going to have to put that drive in him to the point where he's going to face adversity to achieve the things that he's going to achieve. Because you cannot. Females think differently than men. We go through hardships, pain, struggle, adversity to achieve the things we want to achieve, man. And when we get there, it's beautiful. But salute to Dwight, man, for the, the parenting conversation. I'm about to switch the topic, switch a rule. And I want to talk about hip hop, the 50th anniversary. Old rappers and young rappers and um, the celebratory time it is for it to be existing 50 years. If we think about where hip hop started at with Grandmaster Flash, Africa Bambada, all of them boys back in the days, man, they wasn't they was doing it for the love. They weren't even making money. Like how people was doing playing sports for the love back in the days and they wasn't making no money. And now the money is here and the money is involved and they help elevate it to where it's at today. The people from the past be hating, man. They be big old hating and I don't like it. I don't like it man I don't like when people be hating for no reason And don't got nothing positive to say About the direction the culture is going About the person that they directing it towards It should be all love man It should be all love my opinion This individual is a, a guy that's I consider a great hip hop artist He made dope music But he speaks on loyalty And I think his definition And his terms And his ideology On loyalty Is wrong I'm too tough for your soul This your man So check this out I'm sitting here Hearing the Nas Doing these motherfucking 50th anniversary shows Right Nas If you doing 50th anniversary shows And you ain't holla at your man Let me tell you something My nigga don't never mention my motherfucking name again. Don't put my name in your mouth about nothing, nigga. See, I'm not one of them niggas that's fucking glorified by niggas with money. I couldn't give a fuck how much money a nigga got. Nigga, you put your pants on one leg at a time like me, nigga. I ain't glorified by the shit you have. But I'm looking at it like this, nigga. If you get niggas money on the 50th of hip-hop and you glorify me and say, yo, Shan, this, and you ain't call me, and say, yo, Shin, I see what you're doing, nigga, but nigga, I done did a show with you, motherfucker. You understand? <laughs> but if you ain't call me and that whole roster is full, nigga, don't never mention my motherfucking name. Because guess what? I don't need Nas motherfucking accolades to make me who the fuck I am. I made me who the fuck I am before you was who, who you are. All right? It's just because I was in the fucking portion of hip hop and I was the motherfucking I ain't got the money you got. But I'm going to get it one way or another. But I don't need the motherfucking have no accolades from a nigga 
that fucking put on 50 for hip hop shows and don't call his man and say, and I'm not even your man like that. You dig what I'm saying? I'm motherfucking a nigga that motherfucking was part of whatever. I ain't gonna say we hung out and all that shit, nigga. You were too young. But if you putting on shit like this and you don't holler at your man and say, yo, I got a check for you, nigga. Don't say my shit. name no more, my nigga, because you ain't, I'm, I deal on royalty. I don't give a fuck about your money. <laughs> That shit hilarious, man. He was talking about he don't care about his money. You really ain't my man like that. Quit saying my name in a uh, a peaceful way. Quit saying my name in high regard, speaking positive of you. Shut up about me. But you really ain't my boy. Niggas crazy, man. These niggas out here is crazy. And you got to be aware of it, man. Is he dealing with mental health issues? To be honest with you, I'm not on Nas Mead or none of that old type of crazy shit, man. I've been rocking with Nas music for a long time, though. But at the end of the day, what the hell, man? What the hell? You really ain't my man like that. Quit saying my name in a great way because I didn't get some momentarily money at the moment. <clears throat> my song of the week, man, coming up. Then we're going to get into the the violence and the crazy and the foolishness of what's going on in this culture, man. Let's do it. Irvin Magic Johnson, I'm enterprising I keep it ghetto like the hood before they gentrified it I might burn this bitch down, left eye Andre rising I can't trust you built for Cuban links unless we tied in Shout to Ray and Ghost Can it be all so simple? One of my favorite quotes From 42nd Street, days of pips wearing suede loafs That McDonald's is still there where we had to trade blows Then I stood on stages, Australia on occasion Country club, house of blues, stadium status Hands waving, hip-hop 50 celebration Funny we the same agent We just keep on getting iller Word the heavy, word the dealer Word the have, word the dealer, Mill D I'm top billing, cooking soul, grandma skillet And they rearrange my quotes, trying to make me out the villain Have you jammed up like what you spread on toast? Here's a dose of that interesting poetry Others wishing they wrote We don't smell y'all smoke, y'all should try a different approach Word the have, word the dealer, overweight Pockets for my niggas till the scales tipping, get it? Magic Johnson, I'm enterprising I keep it ghetto like the hood before they gentrified it I might burn this bitch down, left eye Andre rising I can't trust you built for Cuban links unless we tied in I can't trust you built for Cuban links unless we tied in Fred Jackson Podcast I was gonna get into the violence conversation after the uh, song of the week But I'm gonna play some audio uh, from one of Nas collaborators and, and talk about something that a term, a word that I have a different perspective on now ever since I heard what I'm about to play for y'all. So the word hustle, hustler, hustling. I looked at it different, man. I looked at it like wrestling down there. Like I got to go 
do something physical or I have to do something to achieve the money, to achieve the finances. I got to go hustle. I got to go get busy. I got to go get active. I got to go make it happen. And really, I shouldn't look at that word like that. Or I should find the intricates in that word and figure out what I got to do to achieve and receive and get the things that hustling brings. But I don't have to do what people consider hustling is. Oh, this one is a good one, man. This is a good one. These energies have always been around. You know, this, this thing, we term it hustle, but it's really just the ingenuity necessary to survive, you know, and navigate in the world. We call it hustle because um, I imagine that's just, you know, our way of giving it a name because sometimes we want to divorce ourselves from, from the academic space because that academic space was a source of brutality and hostility for a long time. But the reality of it, of it is, is it's still wisdom, it's still knowledge, it's still invention, it's still development, you know, and it's still progress. So I think as we kind of pull back these labels, we can acknowledge brilliance in the streets. We can acknowledge soul in the academic space. And we can allow these things to come together. That, that messed me up, man, because hustling isn't an act. Hustling isn't something you have to do. Hustling is a form of knowledge. Whoever is more knowledgeable than you can out-hustle you mentally because you don't know what they know. So what are you doing to obtain the things that you want to obtain mentally from the hustling perspective, from the grinding perspective, mentally? Are you hustling in them books? Are you hustling in your research? Are you hustling in your knowledge? And by me saying those things, I want to apologize to y'all for the last two episodes. I haven't had a book review. I've been slacking. I'm still reading, but I ain't churning out books as much as I I was. And I just want to tell y'all the next episode. This the book that I'm going to be talking about. Hidden Genius. The Secret Ways of Thinking That Power the World's Most Successful People, Hidden Genius. Mm. Dope book, though, so far, man. It got a lot of quotes in it from successful individuals, and it talks about how they achieve what they achieve. But we're going to get into the violence conversation in the culture. I'm going to talk about the top 10 most dangerous cities in the United States first. St. Louis, Missouri, one. Birmingham, Alabama, two. Baltimore, Maryland, three. Memphis, Tennessee, four. Detroit, Michigan, five. Cleveland, Ohio, six. New Orleans, Louisiana, seven. Shreveport, Louisiana 8 Baton Rouge, Louisiana 9 Little Rock, Arkansas 10 I see something when I look at that list I see impoverished cities 
financially impoverished cities where black folks have accepted government assistance and they're not being assisted right now and they're striving and fighting for their lives and I also am aware that this is promotion to make us think these are the locations that violence are happening the most I, I don't I'm speechless on this because I don't want violence and stuff to occur from people that look like me, man. I don't know. I don't even know why we like that, man. I don't even know why we violent like that or why we be tripping like that. Like what's indoctrinated in our brain to make us act that way, to make us do the things that we do. And with that being said, I just wanted to pull up and talk about some things that has that has occurred in our culture violently like as of recently the Quavo situation as of recently <laughs> uh Gilly the Kid's son was shot and killed and he was one of the three let's acknowledge the other individuals also as of recently St. Louis artist Sexy Red has Blew up Taking images with Drake and everything She's a A popping artist right now She popping But she talked about The violence In the number one city That was on that list That's where she's from But first of all I want to say Rest in peace to Young Cheese again And Shout out to Gilly and Wallow man It's, it's real but Philadelphia is a crazy place Baltimore, D.C. All of that stuff is crazy but Fat Joe has something to say about Gilly the Kid's son being killed in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, you break my heart. Here you got a brother, Gilly from Philly. Did it in the rap. Didn't give up. Stood in Philly. Got one of the biggest podcasts present. Million dollars worth of game. Wallow came out of jail. Wallow drops gems every day. They love Philly. I was just in Philly with drama at the Roots Picnic. And Gilly introduced me to every little young gangster from Philly backstage. Yo, real deal, yo, we trying to help him so he can change. You talk about an ambassador, the city of love. You talk about a guy who loves his community. Then you kill his son. You leave little cheese on the street. Gilly's one of the only things. He's one of the only ones out there still showing his face in Philly. Throwing Gilly Week or Gilly Day and helping the youth, helping the community. Wallow did all those years behind bars so you don't do it. You kill his son. I don't know what the problem was. I do know they could have beat his son up. Could have beat him up. If he did something foul, the worst thing on earth, you could have beat him up. But no. That's Gilly's son. He's somebody. He's Gilly's son. Gilly, the famous guy. One of the only guys really popping out of Philly right now. Let's kill him. Let's kill him. Mm. I hated that. That it ended with those words Let's kill him I don't know though Joe If it had anything to do with Him being Gilly's son I think it may have had something to do with Just the environment that he was embracing And the environment that he was around And the Things that he embraced and condoned And celebrated Because you gotta keep yourself away From stupid shit man Like 
I, I think about Takeoff just passed away and the situation that happened with Quavo on the yacht as of recently. Why are you even in those environments? Why do you even have those people around you that's not looking out for your best interest? It's sick to me. But we celebrate ignorance, man. We highlight people that's doing dumb shit more because we entertained by the dumb shit. I wish these brothers well, man, and I, I hope folks get it together, man, because you don't need attention, man. You can have your money and you can separate yourself from the dumb shit without obtaining that attention, man. As a, a, a person that doesn't have kids, I can only imagine what Gilly's going through as a father. And his younger son died. Sick. Game sick, man. I just had to turn the mic on, man. I was chilling downstairs thinking about all the ignorant shit going on and all the educational standpoints I could come from about this and how people compare their neighborhood, my hood, tougher than yours and this and that. And we realer than y'all. And, man, if we could come and unite the power that we will have as black folks, man, it's crazy. But the type of ignorant shit that's going on is being highlighted Celebrated And people are Sick though That's what I be saying Like I don't know I just I don't know Like St. Louis different I don't That's why I'm different I guess St. Louis I'm really a product of my environment man This shit Yeah Wicked I mean it's hoods in every city though Yeah it is But it, it is It's definitely hoods in every city I like to visit the hoods in every city I go to It's a ghetto in every city For sure I love meeting people that's just like me But every hood is different Yeah Right Uh huh That's what Cultures I'm saying are definitely different You're That's right. what I'm saying And when I be going to their hoods I be like This ain't like the St. Louis hood Like I want this kind of shit Like but they probably feel like that when they come to our hood. They not used to that kind of shit. They want some. They want they shit. You know. Yeah. Which city? Which city matched? Um, St. Louis hood because I, you know, I, I'm in New Orleans a lot. Baltimore, Chicago, I can, Philly. Right, I was gonna say I can tell you who. Chicago. Wh- okay, Chicago, Chicago matched that they energy. They crazy out there, man. They different. Yeah. They different. That's what I'm saying. Everywhere be different. Chicago is a different kind of hood. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> they slow out there man. I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all something that I, I think about what she said I think that that's a lack of knowledge of hoods of understanding the hood I don't think it's no different in any hood I think it's a, it's a, it's a whole bunch of dumb shit going on and people embracing it and uh, I come from Knoxville, Tennessee, a small city, man. 175, 200,000. And the amount of crime that's going on there per capita, per person, man, it's higher than Chicago and St. Louis per capita because their population is more than that city. She says Chicago is because she's trying to compare it to the worst. What is promoted as the worst. It's 8 million people in Chicago, man. The crime ain't as bad as it's promoted to me. But 
when I think about all of this shit and, and, and how people embrace it and celebrate it and are entertained by it, I think about like, damn, they fucked us up with slavery and black on black crime. They fucked us up in the head bad. And I listen to people like they be crying out that they won't change and crying out that they want to see something different. And I do, too. But I don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime. We need each other. We need each other living. We need each other breathing. We need to uplift one another, to galvanize, to inspire and motivate. We need to make sure that our eyes are dotted and our T's are crossed, that our eyes are wide open and we can see the forest from the trees. Not smoke one another and take one another out and damn sure not be quiet about it. But that's what a lot of people want. You want the Stephen A's of the world to shut the hell up. And I'm not talking about the white community. I'm not talking about the Hispanic community. I'm talking about my own community. Oh, don't say anything. Why are we, why are we pointing that out? Why are we talking about it? Because we're dying. That's why. We're killing one another. That's why. You got black people scared to go in their own damn communities. I remember last year watching television and we had black folks in Chicago calling for martial law, calling for the National Guard to come in just so they could go home safe at night. And we supposed to be quiet about that. We ain't supposed to say anything. We just supposed to look at race. We supposed to point the finger at white America like we ain't culpable. That's what we supposed to do. Nah, nah, I'm not doing that. We're not helping each other by being quiet and averting ourselves from holding our own selves accountable. This isn't a political issue. Veering towards the right or the left. This is about life and death. That's what Salute, Stephen A. Smith, man. I just want to say I love my people. I love black people. But I'm sick of these dumbass niggas, man. I'm sick of this stupid shit, man. I'm sick of... Watching y'all celebrate ignorance. And it's going to come a time where I'm going to disappear from this shit, man. Because I'm tired of it. It's, 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 it's draining my energy just looking at niggas all day doing stupid shit. And being celebrated for doing it. Hey, man. If you rock with the boy, man. Make sure that you share the show. You hit that like button. If you want to see us continue to elevate, donate to the Wavy Neutron Cash App or hit the super chat at the top of the screen. The super chat. I appreciate y'all, man. Real talk. I'm going to play another record before I roll out, man. Peace, love, plenty of abundance. Make sure you go get you some money and, and, and stay away from the dumb shit and separate yourself from niggas that celebrate ignorance. I'm out.
Let me take you away Straight up 